Hi, and welcome to Soul Powerful Parables, stories of rhyme, reason, and God's truth. I'm your host, Dana Buck. Thanks for listening. And if you like the story, please consider subscribing and give us a five-star rating where you enjoy your podcasts. It really helps us. We'd also love to hear from you, so contact us on Facebook at Soul Powerful Parables. Now, settle in, and let's have a story. The Milkmaid and the Musician, a So Powerful Parable by Dana Buck. Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 through 7. This charming parable reminds us if we want to share the agape love of God with others, we must embrace it for ourselves first. The Milkmaid and the Musician Once there was a country girl well known throughout the land, managing a herd of cows and little roadside stands. She would milk her lovely girls up early with the sun, then sell her wares to passers-by until the day was done. Everybody loved her milk. They came from near and far just to fill a jug, container, bottle, pail, or jar. It wasn't simply taste alone that brought her patrons nigh, t'was also the good health they found when e'er her milk they'd try. So business boomed along the road, and life seemed good and strong. But something was about to go quite definitely wrong. She had so many customers who'd come to taste and pay that never was there milk for her at ending of the day. She tried to rectify this trend by purchasing more cows, rising even earlier to get a jump somehow. But she found the more she worked, the more that she produced, the more her clients' appetites were raised and not reduced. The situation spiraled. Every day was just a blur as all the milk went through the stand with nothing left for her. Laboring from dark to dark began to take its toll, feeling like a prisoner with no chance of parole. Sleep was spare and fleeting on this constant carousel, with meals reduced to crackers and some water from the well. Standing by the pond one day, she gazed at her reflection, startled by her hair, her face, her posture, her complexion. Where once good health, vitality, and loveliness had flourished, now she saw a stranger there, exhausted and malnourished. She sat down on a rock and put her chin into her hands, destitute the stamina her circumstance demands. And as those hopeless feelings sought to wrap her in defeat, she heard somebody singing 
quite melodious and sweet. Coming up the dusty road, advancing round a bend, she saw a man was crooning while he played his mandolin. His song was bright and joyful as it carried on the breeze, sung as if to charm the sun, the butterflies and bees. Strolling where the roadway passes, right beside the pond, he saw the country girl, and with a smile, he stopped his song. Good day to you, my lady, it's a fine one, yes indeed. Pardon if I seek some information that I need. I'm looking for the dairy stand that services this region. Tis famous for its milk and its admirers are legion. Hearing these accolades, I thought that I should visit. Do you know the place and can you tell me just where is it? A look of sheer exhaustion punctuated her reply. The stand is not now open. All the milk cans, they are dry. But if you'll come with me, I'll try to service you somehow and coax a little from an over-liquidated cow. <laughs> Marvelous, he answered with a knowing repartee. Perhaps we can enjoy some conversation on the way. Off they walked together, crossed the pasture toward the shed. And as they did, he asked her all about the life she led. She told him of her love for cows and also for her clients, how she strived to meet their needs and struggled with compliance. Everyone needs more and more. Authentic is their thirst. I feel it is my duty to provide milk to them first. And there is my dilemma. It's the overwhelming key that what I offer them, I just can't seem to offer me. Well, soon they reached the milking shed. She mopped her shining brow, then slid a wooden stool beside a quite reluctant cow. And as her tired fingers worked to wet a pail of oak, the man looked on in empathy and kindness as he spoke. Reminds me of my music. All the land from hill to bay sought me out for hire to hear me sing and watch me play. At first, it was delightful, and the music flowed and flowed, but soon the crowd's demands became a stiff and heavy load. The joy had left my singing, turned me bitter and uncertain. What started as a blessing had dissolved into a burden. The girl had stopped her milking, looked awakened, yet subdued. Affected, she inquired, Pray, good sir, what did you do? He smiled and strummed his mandolin. When I was at my worst, I realized the music must revitalize me first. For if I'm not rekindled and inspired before I play, I can't hope to have a worthy thing to give away. And so I start each morning with a song just for my Lord. I ask him to inhabit every melody and chord. I sing each starry evening, give my weary soul a lift, not for applause or payment, just to celebrate the gift. It's funny, since I take the time to serenade my core, I give more lovely music than I ever did before. Frozen was the moment as his words hung in the air. She felt a gentle dawning at the edge of her despair. Haltingly, the girl arose, the pail held in her hands. She ambles to a cupboard, 
where the young musician stands, drawn from its interior a simple pewter cup. She pours the contents from the pail and quickly fills it up. Offered now, the young man says, my dear, you misconstrue. My Lord's profound desire is that this drink is for you. For blessed is the harvest that you issue from your hands. But more than that, he urges that you fully understand the bounty he's entrusted to your custody and care must be a part of your life to enable you to share. For only when the gifts he gives are thoroughly our own can we hope to offer them and make their goodness known. Struck as if by lightning does the truth invade her heart like the early brushstrokes of a priceless work of art. Smiling, the musician nods his head a subtle dip as laughingly she brings that pewter vessel to her lips. And what, pray, is our dividend, the treasure from this tale, the life-affirming lesson from a lowly oaken pail? It's simply this. If we're to love our neighbors near and far, that love must be within the man or woman that we are. Not withheld, denied, whenever self-esteem is dim, but given to ourselves because that's how we offer him. Read again what love is. Find it deep within your cores, and you'll have much to give away because that love is yours. And what of our musician who unveiled this very thing? Well, listen for his voice, for he has many songs to sing. The Apostle Paul's writings in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 constitute one of the most well-known Bible passages, particularly if you've ever attended a wedding. I can still recall when as a young person I was challenged to view the love described in these verses as not confined simply to marriage, but as a description of what Jesus meant when he said, love your neighbor. That brought a whole new level of depth and understanding to what love, in Christ, is and should be. All these many years later, I was recently sitting in a devotional group when Katie, one of our college-aged leaders, used this passage to describe the love Jesus would have us extend to ourselves. I was blown away by this simple yet powerful reasoning. How can we hope to offer this love to others if we haven't first offered it to ourselves. I encourage you to read 1 Corinthians 13 again, allowing the truth of these words to penetrate your view of yourself and your own self-worth. For only when we drink in the milk of God's love for us can we effectively offer it to those who are thirsty for His love. Thank you for the reminder, Katie. We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. The Milkmaid and the Musician was written and narrated by Dana Buck. Devotional thoughts were narrated by Kim Pratt, 
And this episode was produced by Beneath Blue Skies Productions. So Powerful Parables is a ministry of So Powerful, a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering women and girls and combating extreme poverty in the African country of Zambia. To find out more, visit our website at sopowerful.org. Also, check out our books, So Powerful Parables and We Are So Powerful, both available on Amazon. All proceeds from the sale of these books go to support the work of our ministry. And finally, check out our other podcast, The So Powerful Podcast, featuring interviews with those who have been touched by this special organization. Until next time, may your life always be filled with beautiful rhymes. <laughs>